cave of cool. From the lands of Western Canada, the Wakanda of the North, welcome to This Week from the Cave of Cool. I'm Calvin Hyten. And I'm M.D. Jackson. This is a special episode of This Week from the Cave of Cool. We are all in quarantine. Calvin and I are joined by our buddy Nick Ward from New Zealand. We're going to take a look at the world and try and figure out how to navigate our way out of this mess. It's going to be a lively discussion coming up right now on This Week from the Cave of Cool. Welcome to Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool. Your source of cool on the internet. Absolutely. With us is Calvin, of course, from Red Deer, myself, MD from uh, Salmon Arm, and joining us from Otaihanga on the Kapiti Coast of New Zealand is Nick Ward. Hey, well done on the pronunciation, bro. Thank you. He looked it up. He practiced. Did you hear that, bitches? We got a guest, a celebrity guest. All right. Suck on that, Dr. Phil. From all over the world, of course, we're dealing with the being in quarantine in different ways. Uh, and we've all got stories of of, uh, of uh, hardships while we are in quarantine, although obviously Calvin is dealing with it a lot better than anyone else because no, this is business as usual. <laughs> See, I still have to go out and deal with these people. No, it's been a bad weekend, guys. I was smelling burnt toast the other day. Okay. And that's very rare, but I guess that's what happens when you have a stroke. Or if but someone... It was actual, it was actual real burnt toast. Oh. <laughs> So someone actually was burning toast. Yes, and it never happens. Like, my mom put it to, like, 11 or something, right? And then went away. <laughs> and I came into the house, and I'm going, oh, I felt a little dizzy, you know? I thought, oh, this is it. <laughs> I'm coming to join you, Elizabeth. Right? The Sanford Sun all over again. <sighs> and have you guys seen the room, how messy my room is? Oh, my God. I, 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 2 o'clock in the morning last night, I fought with that fitted sheet, which I defeated again. <laughs> And I wake up this morning, and the room is, like, trashed. It's like I, I wrecked my own room somehow. While you were sleeping? I don't know. It's just, like, my whole bag of, like, uh, chocolate-covered cherries is on the floor. My whole bag of cherry sours is on the floor. It's like I can't walk anywhere because there's these little balls everywhere. So I don't know what happened. Maybe I saw them and thought I could, I could have one in bed, and I had a stroke again and, or, a, or a fit, and then they went everywhere. I mean, I woke up this morning. What the hell? Best place to have a stroke in bed. I guess so, eh? Yeah, but when they find me there, I don't want to be one of those guys that they have to take out the bedroom window, you know? Oh, like you're so no, 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 no. Okay? No one wants to be that guy. No, I'm not, actually, but I'm actually losing weight. I'm not going to get my quarantine 15, even. I'm getting, I'm getting nothing. Like, this whole thing happened, and everybody's freaking out, and I'm just going, what? It's another day. I could cruise like this for, like, three years. And I could handle this. If the rest of the planet died out, it'd be a good thing. I walk outside, there'd be nobody. Uh, I, I'm kind of with you. Well, what's changed for me is I just stand further away from people at the uh, supermarket. Oh, ours is even bad. They have a track on the floor. And if you go Do against they? the track, I mean, there are people oh. there to, like, give you an evil look. And there's always some woman <laughs> in front of you that stops, looks at her, her, yeah. at, her at her list, looks back at the empty baking yeah. shelf, looks back at her list, and then... And then you're just standing there and you're smiling at her because I don't want to be that guy, right? Because this, no, is, my, this uh, is my store. This is my Sobeys, right? So oh, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. 
I had exactly that experience the other day. I, I, I kept, I thought, I'll move away from this person. She just kept being right where I wanted to be. Yeah. And, you and it, was, yeah. it was dithering around and then took a phone call in front oh. of, and I was going, right, I have to, I have to, it's a, it's a nicer world now. I have to be calm. I have to be calm. What story yeah. is uh, I'm in a place called New New World. Was it a grocery store? Yeah, here well, you in New start Zealand. Chucking pineapples at her, because I swear there was a guy in front of me at the little mini salad thing, and it also they put the the hot peppers I like with the feta cheese with mini salads, <laughs> and he was standing there like debating if he wanted what salad he wanted, and I was I had a pineapple in my my hand, I was ready to just bash him. <laughs> And just keep beating him until I was like, stop, he's already dead. You know, like from The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Just, I just he's wanted already to. Dead. Yeah, well, I, I did. I, I, but uh, the, this, is, this is a sad story. But I was, I was at the supermarket, and behind me, you know, you have to queue to get into the supermarket and stand a certain amount of feet apart. Yeah. And I could hear the woman behind me on her cell phone, and the cell phone's yabbering. She's got the sound on, and she's listening to an advertisement that, that uh, you know, to say how to get through the quarantine. And it's an advertisement that I helped write. And, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and it's uh, not only that, it's, it's, it's based on this uh, TV show that we've been doing here called um, Wellington Paranormal. Great show. Uh, yeah, great, thanks. And, and so it's the, and I, t- and I think, oh, I'm going to turn around and make her day. I turn around <laughs> and I say, I say, uh, I, 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 I help write that ad, and um, yeah, and uh, and I work and I write on the TV series. And she looks at me, and says, "And this interests me because oh. <laughs> there's always a bigger fish, eh?" <laughs> and then suddenly I'm right back in my place. See, that was right to do because your head would have just you would have been insufferable. You would have walked in and say, "Close the store." Michael Jackson's in, in the store, right? I don't have to pay for any of this. I'm a celebrity. That's right. Nick Ward's in the store, and you see all the doors clamped shut, right? Everybody goes to their feet, in their knees. You bow yeah. to no one, right? Well, no, look, in terms of celebrity, if there is a if there is a, a galactic center of celebrity in the world, I'm about as far away from that as you can get. No, I'm a little further than you, but the fact that I know about you kind of puts me a little ahead. Uh, right? I see. Because gotcha. if I ever get yeah. lost in Australia, like shipwrecked, I'll just mention your name and eventually someone will take me to you. Well, right? the, the, if you mention my name in Australia, you're going to get a No, trouble. New Zealand. Sorry, New Zealand. <laughs> right. Australia, well, I'll get killed. I'll get one of those. The guy that got bit on the penis twice by a spider, I'll get that spider to visit me. That will happen. <laughs> well, you know, I think twice. If, twice. If, well, I, think, I think if it's bitten you twice, by that stage, you have to say, so you're not into this? Yeah. To the spider? You got, yeah. Sorry. What? I'm, I, 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 read misconstrued, your, I, I misconstrued the situation. Right. I read your emails, I thought, you know. I assumed. Yeah. What, no was, dinner? All those dick pics you sent me, I assume that's what you wanted. Yeah. Years ago, um, I, I was out playing cricket in the sun uh, with some group of friends, and, um, and a guy that we knew, a bee flew up his, his trouser leg and stung him right on the penis. Oh. And 
and he's allergic. He's allergic, so he had an allergic reaction. Just and he well. collapsed. He, he, pretty much. He collapsed, and the ambulance came to take him away. And as he was getting taken into the ambulance, I will always have so much respect for this friend of mine because he said, as he was putting it, being put into the back of the ambulance, just give me something for the pain. Don't worry about the swelling. <laughs> Like that old joke, eh? You gotta suck that. You gotta suck the poison out. You know. Yeah. Doc says you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, that's funny. Uh, so now I, I understand, Calvin, that you had a, a confrontation in a bank recently. Oh my god! I go to the bank, right? I want to cash my nice new GST check, right? Because they, yeah. here, here, our government's been actually pretty good. You know, Trudeau's not putting his name on the checks. You know, it, got, it took me two days to get my two grand, right? Which was wow. very sweet, right? And um, uh, everything's kind of moving pretty good, not like in the States. So I go in and I'm, I got my GST check, like it's $433. And I usually get like 80 bucks every four times a year, right? Hmm. Um, that they give us in our country here, this beautiful, progressive wonderland. So I go in the bank and I'm, I'm at the door and the door's locked. And all of a sudden, this woman, little woman comes running out, and the door goes, what do you want? <laughs> and I go, I want to go to the bank. <laughs> well, we got a two-person uh, limit. Go sit in the chair. Oh, okay. They got a little chair there. I don't know how many plague victims sat in that chair. So I'm sitting in the chair. <laughs> Finally, a guy goes out, and I rush in when the door's open. And then she sees me and goes, oh, how'd you get in? Oh, the guy left. Oh, okay. She's just panicking, right? And they've all got the gloves on. They've got the masks on. They've got this kind of, um, uh, you know, plastic sheeting in front of the – because they haven't got the, the – uh, things yet so you got plastic sheeting in front and there's only two of us in there and I, I walk in and I'm standing with the little sign they tell you to stand on a little dot they tell you to stand on six feet away and this guy gets his stuff and he gets this printout and he's reading this printout and he turns like in about a minute he, he takes him a minute to turn around 360 degrees and I'm just watching waiting to jump eh? like a poom on a pork chop I'm ready to jump <laughs> and he keeps turning re- reading this thing and then he stops and he's still reading like while he's facing me and I just went, excuse me, excuse me, are you done with the teller? Because uh, I, I would rather not be in here any longer than I have to be. Because it felt like a, a, a germ factory, right? And he yeah. looks up and he looks at me, and he looks back at his paper, and he looks at me. It's like I've gone through that a lot. Looks back at his paper, and I, say, <laughs> and I just went, excuse me! <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> Move! Like that. <laughs> and, and everybody's looking at me, but I've had enough, right, About by this time. And he kind of makes two steps, and, he, and I swear to God, if he hadn't moved in the next second I was going to tackle him and I was going to beat him and then when he went unconscious I was going to go do my business because I just could not deal with with that kind of um, just uh, you know so I finally I go and I, I get my money and everything and she goes Calvin I thought you were remarkably calm in that situation <laughs> so I went thank you how are you dealing with things <laughs> how's it looking right and they're all like everyone's belligerent in that bank I think when I left, they tried to snap the door lock so no one could get in. Well, you're, you're, luck, you're lucky. We don't. The banks aren't even open here. Oh, ours are open certain hours, right? Yeah. No, you can't go to the three. banks. The only wow. things that are open are the hospitals, the chemists, and the supermarkets. Only, of course, you get food delivery, right? Uh, yeah, you can do food food okay. delivery, but uh, oh, and uh, um, and I've been getting beer delivery, which has been brilliant. That's brutal. <laughs> That's nice. That's, see, that's what's going to save everybody from going like absolutely stir crazy and attacking <laughs> the government buildings because now that's as long as they can drink. Yeah. Now you guys have uh, New Zealand has been flattening the curve. I mean, they they talk about that's how you the importance of doing that, and and New Zealand has apparently been doing that in spades. 
Yeah, well, um, we we've got a, a prime minister's going on um, air on um, when's she going? Four o'clock today, so not far away. So I might have to skirt to go and listen to the uh, to the announcement. But she is um, she's she's going to say um, I, we think we're going to come down a level. We're on we're on alert four, right. and I think we're going to come down to three and start working our way back to normality. You're very lucky because she's very competent. Right, oh, and Trudeau brilliant. actually, for everyone that hate, might hate him here, he's done a hell of a job. Mm, I mean, yeah. He really has. He's kind of mm. calmed us down. And and when you see the comparison to the idiot Trump, I mean, <laughs> we are levels above this all. I'm hoping that that population gets like halved from all those ones <laughs> that are running out in trains right now and stuff. I want to uh, find a corona victim in a nursing home and just take him out <laughs> and go onto every ride we can. Right, because <laughs> I want to take out these guys that are on the trains and and the t- Minnesota. Remember, Trump said liberate Minnesota. So some yeah. hillbillies decided we'll scatter in a group with our guns and our coughing and our old people, and let's just go on the stairs and freak everybody out. And yeah, I swear to God, I wish I was a, had could do a drive-by shooting or something. But you know, nowadays, you know, people just won't take that yeah. the way they did mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, we, the, well, there's every cloud is a silver lining. Big uh, with the. Uh, States being uh, locked down. There, the, uh, March actually went by without a school shooting. I heard so, that. Yeah. Doesn't that give you a, a little perspective, eh? Well, um, we had a we had a lovely one the other day here. This is just shows the stark difference between um, between uh, I guess between um, uh, America and New Zealand. The Prime Minister she was she was giving a press conference and she. She called out to one of the members of the press corps, and he went, "Oh no, I'm I'm sorry, I, I forgot my question." <laughs> and she she said, "I can't remember the guy's name." Or she goes, "Are you right there, Paul? Well, we'll come back to you. I'm a bit worried that you're not getting enough sleep, Paul." <laughs> it was like showing compassion to a member of the it's funny the, the the press rather than saying saying stop. What a nasty question. <laughs> It'd be funny if she went and sat next to him and put her head on you know her, his head on her shoulder or on her lap, you know. Have a little nap. Hold on, guys. Go ahead. My, my, um, my dad, who's a he, 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 he was sort of a conservative voter for many years, but um, now he's totally changed his tune. He, he, he loves Jacinda. He just thinks she's, he thinks she's fantastic. Oh, Trump and, does. Uh, no, my dad does. Oh, my dad, dad okay. does. Yep, yeah, yeah. And he was a, he was in sort of a. It, my sister was talking to me the other day, and, and he was almost in tears by how happy he was. <laughs> the way See, the country that, was being handled. How good she must be when somebody that old and that kind of set in their ways and everything. And he probably loves Trump too, right? No, he doesn't. Okay, he's good, not, good. So he's, he's, not, he's not a retard. Yeah, okay. No, no. Um, he's, <laughs> no, he's my dad. I know, that's what I mean. I was hoping that he hadn't, you know, they get, when they get older, they get a little forgetful and stupid. And, you know, you know, they remember the war when they fought the Kaiser. You know, they, they remember all that. So that's kind of nice to know because when, when somebody can have their heart changed like that, you know, I, yeah. I, that's one of those things that really make me feel really good. And then well, there's still people, of course, around Trudeau's back. Well, well they spend their yeah. money. Well one, <laughs> well, one of the things that they that um, Jacinda did when she came in, she said, "Look, one of my big platforms is is kindness. I I want us to be kinder to each other." And so here she is, you know, doing this. She's she she's, she's proved herself all along the way. Nice. I yeah. see that that see in a world that's that's dying. I have a little bit of hope that way. Because, mm. you know, we don't we don't see a lot of that, you know, anywhere these days because we're kind of inundated with uh, 
with what's his name, the idiot Trump. <laughs> Although when 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 Justin first got elected the first time, he did say his platform was going to emphasize sunny ways. Right. <laughs> Which you know, is kind of a I, what does that mean? I don't know, but that's right. it was a Wilfred Laurier thing. I think sunny ways. And of course, he he went total blackface, right? But you know, he wasn't just all black in his face; his whole yeah. body went black. So <laughs> even though that's kind of a racist thing to do, I gotta appreciate the fact when he said, "I didn't realize it was being Aladdin," because he was. He did the whole body. So a real racist wouldn't do the whole body. They just do the the the, the um, Al Jolson face, right? So at that point, I cut him some slack because I I appreciate the effort. That's not a racist. A racist wouldn't put in that much effort, right? They're kind of lazy as a people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, years ago, a good mate of mine, Warren, he went to a heaven and hell party, and he decided to dress up as Idi Amin because he figured Idi Amin oh, oh, would be in hell. Oh, and he thought, you know, man. everyone else would be dressing up as demons and stuff, so he dressed up as Idi Amin and went full black hat, blackface, you know, and he in the uniform and everything, and he looked troublingly like, <laughs> you know, Idi yeah. Amin, and then. <laughs> And then uh, at about, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning, his wife gets a call and goes, you're going to come pick me up. And she came and picked him up. And he was standing on the street, like, drunk as a skunk, shouting at, and he, at, at, trying to get a cab. And he said, it's true. They, they won't give a cab to a, to a black man. She goes, no, it's not that you're a black man. It's that you're, Idi, you're a white man in blackface <laughs> right. pretending to be Idi Amin. Right. That's Nobody knows you're. Nobody's not. thinking you're black, idiot. Right? Everyone thinks you're insane. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> four hundred years. Four hundred years. Where's my reparations? <laughs> oh man, that's very funny. See, that's why I cut him slack, though, because you know he is really, really trying. Because I, you know, and I get that he's got a good heart. I mean, yeah. but even our Jason Kenny. I mean, and there's there's a racist homophobe if you ever saw one. He just looks like it, eh? He just looks like yeah. a pervert. And, he, he, and before all this happened, he was using our money to travel the world to promote Alberta, right? Yeah. In a private jet, and we didn't call that bullshit. But lately, he's been kind of calmed down, and he's turned it over to the the medical professionals. I mean, our doctor Fauci doesn't get nearly the shit that that uh, that uh, he does. Fauci gets. I want Fauci to just lose his nut and just start screaming at Trump at one of these, these press conferences, right, how much of an idiot he is, instead of backtracking yeah. and stuff. Because this Fauci is the world expert. I mean, he's the guy that stopped yeah. Ebola and SARS and MERS and all that stuff because the president listened to him. So the yeah. fact that Trump hasn't fired him yet because you know Fauci's making faces in those meetings. The faces that I made yeah. in staff meetings that people knew. <laughs> we got to end this meeting in about 15 minutes or Cal's going to kill us all. Right. All, the, all the donuts are gone, and Calvin gets frustrated after an hour and a half. And really, he ruined relationships with everybody if we don't get out of here. Well, I think the sad thing with Fauci is he has to toe the line. He realizes right. he, he has to nod and agree and, and be with because this dude is his conduit right. to saving right. the freaking world. That's right. He, he has to do it as, as a man of, of principle. And yeah, that yeah. blows me away that anybody dealing with Trump is dealing with him out of principle, right? <laughs> we never seen that yeah. before. His face should be yeah. on a stamp. <laughs> with Melania, when she smothers Trump with a pillow. <laughs> and she gets her own stamp and no jury in the world will ever convict her. I'm sorry uh, if I'm bit I'm sorry if I'm bitter, guys. But I okay. haven't had I, a lot of chance to rant. Had a, had a, had a notice. Had a notice. Yeah, thanks, all, guys. Yeah. I'm hoping it doesn't affect our friendship in any way. 
Uh, actually, I wanted to, to talk about a su- uh, subject that you had emailed me about and talked about on your on your blog. The, the, your, the bank declared you dead. How the heck did that happen? Well, when I went in to do that check, right, I forgot about this. Finally, when I got past that idiot guy, right, I, I give her my GST check. And I'm like, let's deposit my account. She looks at it, looks up at me, looks at it again. Like they all seem to be doing. And then she goes, but you're dead. And I went, what? No, look. And she turns her computer around, says you're deceased. I go, how is that possible? I'm standing right here. You know it's me. I go, I know. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked. And you, I thought you were going walking dead on me or something, right? And then finally she goes, oh, that must be your father. Okay, I pressed the wrong button, right? Because <laughs> we both have the same first name. Oh. And so, so, so I'm not dead. No, not you. You know, she's all happy about that. And goes, yeah, I'm happier than you, thank frankly. Because say how I died. You know, who attended my funeral? Was it good? Right? And then she goes, no, they probably cremated you because, you know, we got problems these days. I go, that's harsh. Nobody showed up to your funeral, Calvin. Right? And she starts to riff on me. Right? And then the other one next to her is laughing in that Filipino laugh that she has. Right? And, and I'm going, well, you ladies are enjoying yourself at my expense, aren't you? Yes. You know. You brought some light into the day. I think I did it's, because, boy, it's, it's a tough time at the moment. Yeah. You know, when you're not essential worker, right, and you find out all the essential workers are being paid minimum wage and they're all people of color, yeah. I mean, I say double the minimum wage. They should be getting 20 bucks an hour to deliver my chicken because yeah. we all should re- – and, and then we got to do something about the, those rich bastards. You know in the states that, that payout they're giving people? 1,200 they get. The 40,000 millionaires in the country – get 1.6 million million <laughs> so you're telling me there's something wrong with that i mean i want everybody to go to the white house when trump's in there like a million people surround the white house and just say loser loser all night long but we can't do that of course because the military would flame them out because of covid <laughs> but i wish we could do that because there's got to be a balancing there's got to be like a russian revolution kind of balancing of the rich and the poor well, for me, the thing that you look at, when I, I, I said to a friend of mine, I said, look, eventually karma's going to catch up with, actually, my cousin Claire. I said to my cousin Claire, eventually karma's going to catch up with with, with, um, with Trump. And she said, no, it's not. No, He's going to get away with the yep. shit. And he's going to get away with it forever. And he's I mean, no, no. And then I thought, is, is he not suffering now? Is part of him suffering? Is there part of him that is frustrated and is pissed off and isn't getting the praise? Why am I not? Why why am I not loved? And that I think is 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 chipping away at that dude. Well, it's his own kind of hell, right? Yeah. But I want to know. I wanted to push it such to the point where he goes on an N-word laced rant (laughs) about something, right? About a black reporter. And I want them to just him to just go, and everybody sits back and just lets him go, right? And then they just, it's like Kramer. He'll never be around us again. No, his, think, his, his numbers were sore. Oh, yeah, see, that's the problem, right? <laughs> I mean, I offered to kill him myself, but no one will let me into the country. You know, I can't well, even no, get a visa for that. No, the visa not with that agenda. Not no. with that agenda, no. I should have said something else, right? But no, <laughs> yeah. I had to be honest with the guy at, at border, border Security. Because I see if you, on that show, if you lie to them, <laughs> they take your fresh fruit and they send you home. Right? They send you back. You know, they won't oh. even let you keep your fresh fruit. I was going through the, uh, the, the, the 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 airport here in New Zealand. They're very strict on fruit here. Oh, bad. And um, too. There, there's, 
there's a dude standing there by the by the bags, and he's got kind of the wispy beard, and he looks all a bit, you know, dropout. Right. And um, and uh, not there's anything wrong with that. I'm no, a dropout no, myself. I am too. Anyway, Probably. and um, and and the woman's going around with the dog, and the dog goes nuts at this guy's bag, <laughs> right? And kneels down, and the woman's going good dog, and then the dude just he loses it. He goes, hey, I don't know what's going on. The, 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 this is this is bullshit. That's bullshit. There's no drugs in my bag. I haven't got any. Why would I have any drugs in my bag? Why do you think there's drugs in my bag? That dog's um, false positive. There are no drugs in my bag. And the woman goes, No, no, we, we're here for um, fruit. He goes, Oh, oh, and he pulls out a banana and gives her a banana. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that was. And then takes it over his crotch. Then stands there looking really sheepish for a while. And he had said, I don't have drugs about 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> At which point, the customs officer came over and goes, um, do you want to talk about something? He goes, yeah. And he gives the same deflated because he just goes, yeah, okay, And he goes with them. <laughs> <laughs> so the, good. The, the fruit sniffer dog got something else extra that day. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. He thinks the lady protests too much. Right. Oh, that's always it. Live PD, it's the same thing. You know, the guys that make such a big fuss. Well, it's not my car. It's my mother's car. Um, I'm not driving. I'm traveling, right? You know? I don't smoke. When's the last time you smoked weed? Well, I smoked a cigar the other day, right? It's still in the car. You know? And then they go into, I'm a, I'm a, a city councilwoman, right? And then they bring that up. I'm going to call the mayor. No, you're not, lady. <laughs> I want to see your supervisor. No, he's sleeping right now, right? Yeah. There was there was one on the New Zealand one. A guy got pulled over and he was stark naked in the car. And the police officer goes, "What? What?" And the guy says, "Dude said I have no explanation for this." <laughs> right, sir. Drive away. There's there's nothing else we can do here. That's refreshing. You, no, you I, must I, have you must have seen the famous footage of a Kiwi cop who who had um, who's talking to this crim in the street, and he says to him, he goes. <laughs> He says, he says uh, what are you doing late out 3 o'clock in the morning? He goes, oh, I'm just going down to the service station to, to buy a pie. And the cop looks at him and goes, uh, you know, that pie's been in there. He checks his watch. That pie's been in there for like two hours. That pie's going to be thermonuclear inside. He says, so do you know what you must do? And, and the guy, the sort of the crim's looking a bit awkward. Uh, no. He goes, you must blow on the pie. You, you must always blow on the pie. And he says, Better communities together. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they fist bump and then they drive away. <laughs> no, no. He was. It turned out he was. He was just talking to the guy to delay him because they knew he he had been pulling some burglaries in the right. area. So he was just messing around with them to hold him up before the rest of the cops could get there and go, "Yeah, that's the guy." And wow. cart them off. Do you get live PD in New Zealand? Yeah, we do. We oh, do. Okay. We get. We 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 we're a bit behind everybody else, you know. Oh yeah. But that, that's, that's my greatest show ever, man, because they, they took Cops, was what, which I thought after 31 seasons was the, one of the greatest rally shows of all time, right? And they yeah. just they improved it in a way that I have never, like, it, it was the ultimate evolution of Cops. It's three <laughs> hours, or six hours, on the, or five hours on the weekend, well, commercials, um, of, like, uh, cops doing their jobs. And maybe if they take out the taser twice an episode, that just fills my soul with just joy. <laughs> One guy, just he tried to jump away from the taser, and they caught him in midair, and he dropped like a sack of potatoes. And there was this other guy. I mean, I'm telling you, he, he was 500 pounds if he was a pound. And they pulled him out, and he's on his car, and he's huffing like a bull, right? And he's ready to, like, there's four cops there, and he's ready to take him down, right? As they approach him with the double handcuffs, 
because he's yeah. too big to put him behind him. And they're going, we're just going to cuff you for our protection. He goes, well, you're going to try, right? <laughs> and the two of them just went, fuck this. And it's like at the same time, they pulled up both their tasers and they zapped him. And then he kind of stood for like a half second and he, and he did nothing. But then he fell, right? And then finally yeah. he got up and he went, whoa, wow. And he shook his head and he goes, Boy, that's pretty good, isn't it? That really, that really, that really takes you down. Those things are pretty effective, boys. Right? And you're going, yeah. You see that? Boy, I never thought that would do that to me. I don't know, like, and he's, and then now it changed his attitude like, like 180 degrees. And he goes, good boys, man, if I have a chew, right? And he takes the tobacco. He's chewing the tobacco when he's talking to these guys, and he's going, whoa, that taser, that's pretty effective, right? And all he's talking about how this taser took him, but it changed his whole mood. And he didn't want to fight these guys anymore. You know, he's happy with them. He let them huff, handcuff him. You know, they checked his car. He didn't have anything. He was just speeding a little. They gave him a ticket. He was pretty happy with that. Right? You guys have a good night. You know, protect and serve. You know, kind of thing. But, I mean, they just avoided everything with a little taser. So I think, you know, it's my old, it's my old rug. I wish teachers had tasers. Right? And I want to say just, just give us six, six shots, right? A six-shot taser. And if we, if we want to uh, taser a seventh kid, we can't do it till tomorrow. <laughs> you take your taser, you charge it every night, and if you want to use all your taser um, energy on one kid, well, that you can do that too, right? <laughs> but you just—that's all you get. But I, I know now, after this uh, this pandemic, and people got to educate their children at home. If I hear yeah. one more person bitch that uh, teachers get summers off and yeah. they get paid too much, I'm going to laugh my ass off because there's so many people that I, I hope when this is all done, they'll respect the job that teachers do. I said to one oh. woman, "You got three kids and you're bitching." Try 30 of the little window lickers. Try 30 of them for eight, uh, for six hours a day, 10 months of the year. You I think, do it. I think the thing is, I think a lot of them are now learning, oh, I don't think the problem was the teacher. No. I think the problem is actually my child. Yes, yeah. yes. It's like all the, all the uh, parents in the world are homeschooling, and then you know, after the first day, they're trying to get the kid transferred to another class. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With Auntie. Because I saw the, I saw the new max, the, the new multiplication. Like one woman had a page of the new multiplication, and then she showed her kid how she multiplied, and they're both confused. None of them understands either method, right? I, uh, well, this, the one, this... I saw a, uh, I saw a really terrific one, which is a, one of my friends had posted up on the thing about how badly they were handling being at home with their kids. I guess I've had to expel my son <laughs> to the garage to read Moby Dick. See, that would be my punishment. That'd be the book I'd make them all read. Is Moby Dick, and then do a book See, report on it. I, See, I quite like Moby Dick. No, you don't. <laughs> do you? I do. Hey, Nick, Nick, let's not start this, okay? Because we are dear friends. And if I know, I know that friends. you love Moby Dick, i got to reevaluate my whole life. <laughs> Sorry. Like I told you, in grade 10 classroom, I'm reading this thing. Everyone's quiet. Our English teacher was the kind of guy, he just had us read books, right? Because he didn't yeah. like to teach. So I'm telling you, about halfway through this book, Silent Room, on like a Thursday, I went, ah! And I threw the book across the classroom. I went, I can't read this anymore. This is dribble. This is garbage. Cal he went, Calvin, pick up your book. No. Pick up your book. Pick up your book or you don't get to see the movie. There's a movie? Why are we reading this? There's a movie. <laughs> dribble. I'm telling you. It was just dribble. Uh, Ten thought, pages that listen, book can be done in. I, I, I felt terrible because I feel the same way about Catcher in the Rye. Oh, it was a book insufferable. That, oh, my gosh. Insufferable. And some people I really like and really respect just love this book, and I just go, can I go Calvin, Calvin Holden Caulfield? Right. He's just a jerk. He's of a the jerk. highest fucking order. It's the ones that read Ayn Rand, right? 
Um, yeah. Um, and they think yeah. that's a great book. And then I hear people, well, I couldn't get into Dune. I'm like, shut up, right? I couldn't oh. get into Lord of the Rings. How would you like that? Oh, There was oh. a slog for me. Oh, no, I, I enjoyed Lord of the Rings, but I did but too. But June, it took me a while. But June, man. Now, which and now that have you seen the the, yeah. the no, shots? Okay, well, let's, yeah, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about, about that. Let's talk There's about Dune. Uh, let's uh, talk. There was a recently in Vanity Fair uh, a, a a big spread of photos from the production. This the new movie that's being done by Denis Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. Adapting there were Dune six pictures, and I'm again. still hard. All right. I'm okay. So, hard. so what, now, what did we think about that? It's we've beautiful. All, we're all familiar with the book, so and of, obviously we've seen movie versions. Right. Of, One of the guys that I that I love online, he got into this rant about the cost that still suits look like Road Warrior put together, right? And they were they were they were so cheap and cheesy and everything. And I just looked at him, and I just bitching about if you're on a desert planet, you know that thought thought, right? <laughs> you know you don't have a lot of resources, right? But I think everything looks so perfect. That shot of Oscar Isaacs as, as Duke Leto and the armor yeah. that, that Gurney wears, like that Atreides armor, um, yeah. that, that creates like the, 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 the field, the shields. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Timothy Chalamet looks great. Chani um, looks fantastic. Um, what's, her name? what's her name again? Um, Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya. Zendaya. I thought she was a fabulous Mary Jane in, in yeah. the Spider-Man yeah. movies. And she is, she is Chani. She just looks yeah. beautiful. Um, I think Stilgar looks great. I think everybody, the whole look of that, that movie is going to be fantastic. The fact they broke it up into two movies shows that Villeneuve yeah. has a brain, that he wants yeah. to tell a great story. And it is, it is for me, it's the greatest, it's the greatest book I've ever read. Um, I saw the movie at Christmas time. All my friends went, what a piece of junk. And I went, uh-huh. <laughs> right? I can't believe yeah. it. I, I bought, read, bought the book, read it in, in a week and my job. Um, and, and saw the movies many times. I once paid $99 to those criminals at Columbia House. Um, you remember that? Nick, did you have Columbia House at, in your Don't know country? what that is. Okay. No. For Columbia House, was this says mail order service. They would give you 10 albums, record albums for a penny, right? right. So everybody would, would order like 10 cassettes from them. And then they'd send you these cards, right, to buy new cassettes every month. But people wouldn't pay those or send the card back. And they just took their, their 10 free ones, right? But they also had a movie service where you could buy movies from them. And it cost me $99 back before videos went to like 10 bucks, right? And I bought yeah. Dune on beta tape because I had a beta player. <laughs> My dad told me it was a better picture. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> but I bought the Dune movie for like $99 and I felt like I was getting a bargain. I mean, well, I love that story so much. I just, I just I mean, love it. Now, listen, I, I'm one of the people I really liked. Uh, uh, I like Lynch's uh, so do I, I so was freaking great. I thought so too. <laughs> Yeah. And of course, Jodorowsky. I mean, you got to watch the documentary. I tell everybody, yeah. what do I need to know about Dune before I watch the movie? Well, Sci-Fi Channel, there's 10 hours of Dune, Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, which they did very well. And yeah. um, what's his name is in it? Uh, the guy that played May, um, um, Xavier. Um, and he was also with that Idi Amin movie. What's his name? James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Okay. Sorry. My whole point. James no, McAvoy was in <laughs> He was the, in Children uh, of Dune. Children of Dune. He, and he yeah. plays Alito II. Who becomes yeah. the God Emperor, and so he's walking right. around a lot with his shirt off, and and actually it's him, and he fights, of course, his sister Ali, and kills her and everything, um, when she becomes crazy and possessed by her grandfather. But um, he was he was uh, Duke Leto the second in that sci-fi version of Dune. So I tell yeah. people watch that, watch the first movie, watch that ten hours. It's very good. Um, William Hurt's in it too, you know. Yeah, I, 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 the life of my it son. wasn't. It wasn't but, for me. It no? wasn't for me. The uh, the miniseries. Really? No, Why not? not for me. No. Why not? Uh, I don't know. It just it looked a bit 
It was just a bit cheap, I thought. Okay. A bit, a bit Doctor Who for my liking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I love Doctor Who. So See, I love Doctor Who now, but I hated it as a kid because it, it came on Sunday nights before Star Trek on PBS. So yeah. I'd fall asleep during Doctor Who and, and wake up like halfway through Star Trek. So oh. I blame Doctor Who. But then no. in 2005, when my dad died in the summer, when they got the, they revamped it with uh, Eccleston and, uh, and um, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, yeah. Rose Rose. I fell in yeah. love with it. I did really did for the first couple seasons, and then it got kind of weird again. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 for, for, I still love it. I still love it. Right, mm-hmm. it's, it's a colonial yeah. thing, right? Americans yeah, don't understand it. It's that's colonial. Yeah, you know. Sunday morning we had it with the um, 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 MD's favorite show, Coronation Street, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Space 1999, and The Prisoner. There is something oh, TV on Sunday on the CBC. Crikey. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we, we got, in, I've, no, I've told you guys this before, in New Zealand, we got the Beachcombers. That's a, that's right. a, a right. Canadian show. Nick Darcy. Yes. And it he had was, a cooking that, show in Canada. That was on all the freaking time, the, the Beachcombers. The Beachcombers. All the the Littlest Hobo. To, and the Littlest Hobo, you had that, yeah. We had yeah, that as yeah. well. Was that, was that a Canadian show, was it? Yes. Yes. See, we're really good. Every about couple of year, five years or Maybe so, we tomorrow. make a show. We make a show so different. <laughs> right? moving on. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Nick, you made a thousand more friends in Canada just by those two lines. <laughs> see, if you would have got the Friendly Giant too, you'd be a god. No, oh, see, you remember the that. Nick, MD knows the Friendly Giant, don't you? I know the Friendly Giant. Yeah. What does he do? Everything yeah. at the first of the episode. Tell me. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, he's got to. He's he's uh, he's got to say. Oh, there's the the big boot. You know? No, what does what, he do? Come on, do? in front of oh. the fire. Oh yeah, well there's the there's the curling there's the rocking chair for two people to curl up in. There's the okay. Yep. Yeah. Who, are his, the bu- who are his four buddies that, that are with him every day? His uh, it was the Jerome the giraffe, right? Rusty the rooster, yes. And then the the the, the, the jazz kitties, the two jazz the two kitties, jazz that's kitties, right. yeah. They never said anything, but they played those instruments. They played the bass. And, and, the, and, and the, what yeah. instrument did the friendly giant play? The the the, the, recor- the flute, the recorder, the, the, the recorder, yeah. Which all us kids played in elementary. Yeah. <laughs> we all had a recorder <laughs> lessons. No. Sorry, Nick. I'm sorry you didn't grow up with that, but that yeah. is the greatest show. But ever that's that's job. awesome that you would know that, that you watch the Beachcombers all the time. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Relic. It was on. It was on all the time. All the time. See, see, all Canada the time. does that every every number of years, and then they they export that channel yeah. to the world. Like I, uh, Corner Gas is like that. Now. I tried to write for the Beachcombers in its final no. season. I was actually I actually submitted a number of scribe. I worked at the idea? CBC. Tell me one of your ideas. Um, actually, I I had one about a guy who was peddling a weight loss program or something like I don't know. It was they were cra- they were, none of them got accepted. They were all re- they were all they rejected. weren't beach. Co- this is not, this isn't beachcomber standards, right? <laughs> they didn't. I did my my scripts didn't meet the beachcomber standards. No. See, and every Canadian should be able to write one of those in their sleep, right? Because we've all we've all watched that show. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Like, uh, well, I, uh, and later, in, later in the seasons, they brought in this character called Pat, yes, who was a young kid, uh, and I, I went to, to university with him, you know. So, of course, so I, I knew him. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll try and write a couple of episodes for him. <laughs> it's like, but uh, the, the, the story editor was like, no, no, sorry. Okay, let me tell you a story about growing up with somebody. Um, I had a job in, 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 in second year college, right, at Rader College. Mm-hmm. They had these French students who came from Quebec to learn English. So for six weeks, they stayed at Redder College, and there are di- five different levels of English, and we dev- designed uh, activities for them to use their English, right? And so we'd, we'd go around Red Deer, and we went to the mountains and everything. And uh, um, okay, the guy that's the weatherman in Edmonton now 
Kevin, um, um, oh, I forget, Kevin, whatever, Kevin McDonald or whatever, his name Kevin. I he was the guy I worked with, right? His room was right yes. next to mine for this summer. This guy was a maniac. We were both on the <laughs> roof of Red Deer College, pissed drunk, and he yeah. thought he could jump from one roof to the uh, to the pole in the middle of the thing and slide no. down like like a fireman. And no. he was ready to go. He was ready to go. And I'm trying to convince him not to. And I actually had to tackle him on the roof of this <laughs> courtyard and hold him down until finally he got it out of his head and we got off the roof. I swear to God, he would not be the weatherman in Edmonton today. He'd be dead if I didn't <laughs> save his life that night. So Kevin, Kevin McConnell. So every time I see him on the, on, the, on the weather, I tell my mother, you know, I saved his life one night. And she goes, I know, shut up. He tells me this every time you see him. But he's like my age now. He's like in his 50s. He's been doing the weather for like 30 years. Um, and I, I want to go up to him and say, you remember me? You bastard, right? Because I saved his life. He was so drunk, he thought he could make it to the pole. He would have been like Wiley Coyote. We got halfway and, and looked down on the ground and then fell. And I would have to explain again another reason why I found a dead body. To the police. <laughs> I had a a little bit of a brush with celebrity a little while ago. I was um, I was here in Wellington in New Zealand and uh, and I saw this woman that I thought I knew. You know, when she's there with the baby carriage and stuff like that. And I waltz up to her and I go, "Oh, good. how are you going?" Um. Anyway, so what's happened? And um, how's John? And also, and she looks at me. And she goes, um, "You think you know me, but you don't." Okay. Oh, I know you. I know. I know you. You're. And then I suddenly went. Oh no, you're Scarlett Johansson, aren't you? She went, yeah. I went, yeah, I don't know you. And she smiled very sweetly, and I went away and, 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 and burning with embarrassment, going, oh jeez, because you think you know famous people, yeah, because you've seen them a lot. So, what? and she, she, and and I said to my friend later on, I said, I, I thought it was you, and she goes, that's very flattering, Nick. <laughs> you recognize a person yeah. that's very famous. You're very you're yeah, special. Yeah. I, I, had a, I had a moment like that in Vancouver uh, when I lived there. A friend, friends of mine were in this used bookstore, and we're going around, and I look up, and this guy has come in, and I look up at him, and I think, oh, I know that guy, and I'm just about to talk to him. I'm just about to try and place him, and suddenly I realize, oh, no, it's Martin Sheen. <laughs> I don't know him. But he looked at me, and he kind of nodded. He went, hey. You know, I was like, hey. You know me. <laughs> and I just went about my business. <laughs> Well, I was at, uh, at uh, the World Scout Jamboree in 1972 in Prince Edward Island, mm -hmm. and we came from Europe. Like my, we were, my dad was stationed at the Canadian base in Lar, so we, we came from Europe, so they didn't consider us a Canadian um, a scout troop. We were like uh, one of the foreign ones. Who showed up in his like, scout gear to visit all of them but Prince Charles, right? So wow. we visited all the foreign ones and a couple of, of, uh, of, of uh, Canadian ones, right? So we're in our little place there, and we're trying to make some Jiffy Pop popcorn on a fire, right? If you know what Jiffy Pop is, Nick? Yes, yes, I know okay, exactly you know what Jiffy what it is. Pop is. You make it on the store. We don't right? have it here, but we all know it. Okay. We've seen it on so. so we're trying to make this on the fire, right? And it just burned. And we, we're picking out of the Jiffy Pop any kernels that survived. And maybe we all had like three kernels of regular popcorn to ourselves. And we're laughing our asses off. And who comes through the bushes but Prince Charles and his, his, and his people, right? And he goes, what your boy's laughing about kind of thing, right? And we look up and we're just, oh, my God. He thinks we're, we're, we're German, right? We better speak German, right? So we started to speak German. And then he spoke German back to us. And we're, we're not German, right? Because <laughs> our, our, our leaders were gone that time. So he sat with us and he talked about, like, our dads and, and the military and all that. He spent about like, an hour with us. Talking yeah. about scouting everything, the, the five of us, and we're just, we, we hardly knew who he was, but our scouter comes back, and there we are sitting up, talking to Prince Charles. And yeah. that night, 
he sent over a bunch of lobsters with instructions, because P.I. is full of lobsters, with instructions of how to cook them. And he said, don't make it like your popcorn boys. <laughs> and I still remember that. I, I wish I would have known more at the time, but I was so ignorant at the time. And our, our scouter's losing it. Do you guys know who you talk to? Do you? <laughs> no, we don't. Why not? And he's yelling at us. But that's probably the most famous person I've ever had like, FaceTime with. Now, listen, lads, I have to go okay. uh, because um, our Prime Minister is going to go on the television and tell us whether we're going to go from stage four down to stage three. Okay. Um, so, I'm Thank you to go so much, Nick. This watch was it. wonderful. Dude, um, I, I could do this any time. Well, let's do really, it. It's Again. really lovely to, to hear your voices it is. In, the, um, it is. in the lockdown scenario. Yeah, it's, it been, it's been a real pleasure talking to you again, Nick, and uh, hopefully we'll get you back on the, on the podcast soon. Get me back on because I think I have some, I have some stories to tell okay. about, you know, that I think you guys will enjoy. It's been a rare pleasure chatting to you. Let's go and see what's going to happen to my country. Okay. All right, stay safe, my brother. All right. See you later. Bye, see guys. You. Bye, right, Nick. Bye. Well, How the hell good. do we get him? Like you and me. I mean, come on, let's admit, we're a couple of huckleberries. We're, we're a couple of, you know? How do we pull that off? I don't know.
This has been a COC production.